0: up guys welcome back to the running and gunning podcast appreciate y'all tuning in today we got an awesome episode with robert summerhill out of delaware Uh, unfortunately logan is not with us tonight he had some stuff going on um, so it's just going to be me and robert tonight but uh, i'm really stoked about this i've known robert i guess for about three to four years now maybe a little longer Um, we were talking about this a little earlier in the podcast but we just met through uh, i guess social media and I know Robert was a big shed hunter and we just ended up swapping picks back and forth and we continue to do so to this day and I was kind of excited to have him on because this dude piles up the numbers. Um, I'm not going to lie, as I'm talking to Robert, I'm looking at all these uh, sheds he's got piled up in the back, but um, why don't you you introduce yourself, brother? my name's uh, Rob Summerhill, I'm
1: from Delaware, born here, grew up here my whole life. Um, I actually was really big into waterfowl hunting in my younger years, and didn't really focus on anything whitetail related until you know, till I was a teenager. <clears throat> but once I, uh, once I started hunting whitetails and getting a little bit into bow hunting, a little bit after that came the shed hunting, and that's what really, uh, really pulled me in, man. And I've always been kind of outdoorsy
0: anything pretty much outdoors man that's what I like to do yeah absolutely man that's the way to be yeah you know? and uh I know like how did you actually start getting into like shed hunting did you have a buddy that that was into it or did you just stumble into it I did so <clears throat> I
1: had a a buddy that used to do it and my dad <clears throat> one of my dad's really good friends he he did it for so long but I guess you know it just wasn't Interesting to uh, us at the time, we were just really big into hunting. Yeah. Um. I, I guess just like you know, Fuwa. I was over at his house one day, and he put a real, he put a, a giant shed in my hand, <clears throat> and I will never get the whole time I was there. You know, I'm just sitting there looking at it. I couldn't put it down. Uh, kind of piqued my interest a little bit. I actually started going out with his son who, you know, naturally, he's not, like, you know, my best friend, but we have known each other just so long because our dads were really good friends. So I, I want to say around two, 2013-ish, we started going out. <clears throat> you know, I'm still not taking it too serious. And while, you know, shed hunting with him, his younger cousin, who was the one who was actually doing it more than us previous years, when me and him actually... Uh, went up and started, you know, going together, that's when it became serious, that's around 2015 or 2016, that's when I really started, you know, putting the miles in, man, doing my
0: homework. I gotcha. It, it got When me. you first, like, when you first started shed hunting, like, what was your, what did you, I mean, what did you find, like, number-wise, because I feel like, kind of, I don't really know how I got started in shed hunting, I'll be dead honest with you, I feel like, me and a buddy kind of walked in public one day and I picked up a shed and I was like, Oh, cool. Like and then I was like, That's that's actually kinda of cool and then I got kind of obsessed with hunting and then it just turned into like scouting and I started finding more and then I don't know. It just it was just a natural thing. It wasn't a popular thing, like probably the same for you, right? I mean Oh of course. Like, uh, the numbers. Was, were we small always knew they dropped antlers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it was a, a mistiming
1: for me. Um, when I first started we were waiting until only, you know March April to go out to look and by this time it's it's green you can barely see you can barely find them um, right. a lot of the competition that's out has already you know they have already raked through these areas so right, back when I first started I don't even think I broke double digits those first couple years yeah. you know 2013 14 15 um 2016 I think I accidentally found a fresh antler the day before Christmas and I remember t- telling my buddy like you know are we like waiting <laughs> too-, too long or like you too know long. right I know it's different you know per area you know the weather there's all kinds of variables that come into play but with me I just feel like I was waiting a little too long when I first started out so I started setting I got kind of like that Christmas, you know, date for myself to go out and yeah. believe it or not in this area, you know, around that time, you know, you have your, your early drop droppers and, and they just, you know, you're finding freshies,
0: man. Right. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, you guys got a pretty solid deer density in Delaware, right? I know, you know, a lot of our like Midwest, you know, listeners might, might not even like know exactly where delaware is it's not a huge state but it's it's right up on the east coast and i mean it's it's a pretty dynamite area for big deer
1: it really is i mean we're bordering maryland and pa which again two other states with just you know enormous deer and delaware i mean it's no different you have these, these really nice property down you know downstate southern delaware Right. where it's just they breed monsters down there it's it's a sleeper state if you ask me i've seen a lot of oh, big deer absolutely here. yeah and i feel like because the state state's so small you they're so condensed in these you know in these areas they're it's a lot easier to pattern these deer here than you would going out to the midwest where they just have you know miles and miles of square square miles to roam and Yeah, I don't know. I know I I really miss
0: it, dude. They're hard to have. I'll be dead honest. We're spoiled.
1: We're kind of spoiled here, man. I I have to be honest. It's a shed
0: hunting mecca, if you ask me. Like from moving to the, and it's such bullshit because you know, like you see like these guys online posting up like you know side by sides full of sheds, and it's like oh my god. But you know, the realism for a lot of you guys listening is like you know most of us don't have access to properties like that, Um, and. You know the the average guy hunting public land. It's like, man, like you're gonna put a lot of miles in before you find you know numbers of sheds. Like, I mean, not let's just that, just be but honest. you know, miles on the vehicle, you gas money. Oh yeah, like you're, you're traveling. I
1: mean, when I had these really good years, I mean, I'm I'm fortunate to where I could grow up in northern and kind of mid Delaware. So I, I kind of have air, like a lot of room in between to where I'm kind of you know familiar with. Yeah, but I'll tell you, man. When I when I get those um those years with those solid numbers, it's it's a lot of driving, it's a lot of walking. Oh yeah, it's a lot of gas. No, I know it, really dude.
0: Out. Yeah, but it's an addiction, though. Get it it, it is, is real.
1: I wouldn't want it any other way, man. It's it's just it's nice yeah. to be able to spend some time in the woods and build history. You
0: know, I, I agree with that, man. Like. I know you've mentioned, I, I guess, like, in the years past, you're like, dude, I almost, like, look forward, more forward to shed season than I do, like, hunting anymore. Because that's, it's like... It really is. That's how it... Yeah.
1: I enjoy watching the deer live. I, you know, I love hunting. Yeah. You know, it's something I'll get back into. I hear you. But for these past... I can't even remember now. It's... I, I haven't harvested an animal. I just... I really look forward to shed season. It kind of correlates that's with awesome. having kids, you know. My timing for yeah for a lot of this stuff <laughs> got kind of put yeah, on hold a I, have to, I have to manage my time wisely and and i right. just found you know with shed hunting it's something i could you know i could still get out and go
0: do Exa- yeah exactly it'll be right hard. yeah so for sure man i mean when you uh when you really first started getting into i kind of want to go down like this like story of how you evolved into this good shed hunter that you are now mm-hmm. um when you first started getting into shed hunting, like, what would you say some of your like mistakes were that like you were making that you later realized like, man, I was wasting so much time looking here instead of there. So I was trying
1: to transition from hunting into shed hunting. So instead of you know realizing where the deer were wintering, I start I was shed hunting spots that I knew deer were during hunting season. Okay, like, you know, so I'm 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 in the in the rut spot i'm I'm in the spots that you know is a really good hunting spot and it's just not a good shed spot the deer aren't wintering there so I don't want to say I wasted a lot of time walking you know areas that the deer weren't that time of the year because I'm still you know scouting and realizing that the deer aren't using that area so in the beginning it was a whole it was a lot of walking with no payoff pretty much right. you're not picking up sheds you're
0: you, no're not really where the that.
1: you're not where the deer are at. Yeah. Um, again, waiting too late. I waited.
0: Yeah, wait. And you, you've you've kind of been a big advocate for me walking earlier because I noticed like, and I, I mean like you had mentioned earlier like it, a lot of areas it just depends on where you're at and what's the yeah. food source and such so, and such and such. But um, I know you you do put on the miles earlier than a lot of other buddies that I have that shed hunt and you find them i mean you're already what it just turned to march so like how many sheds are you at now well right now I'm, i think i hit 30 i haven't found any in uh a little over a week
1: and honestly i'm probably a little under where i should be like you know normally but yeah. with the miles that i've walked you know i don't even think i've walked 70 miles
0: you know okay. if, if so that's a good question too how hit. many miles do you average so year <laughs> I was, uh,
1: I was doing, I think it was like, you know, somewhere around 250, 270 mile years, um, oh, yeah. those, those first couple years, which, you know, it, it's not a lot compared to some of these guys in the Midwest, you know, I know guys yeah. out there that will double my mileage easily and, you know, they, they, they have the pile to show for it. Right. I, I have a, a, a nice pile to show for half the miles that I, that I walked that they had to walk. You know, so it, it's, again, kind of spoiling here. I mean, it, yeah. If you know where the yeah. deer are, if you know where the beds are. I know.
0: You know. That, I, I said that in our last podcast when we, we had Austin on. I was like, man, it's like, it's kind of a kick in the balls because, you know, I used to have, like, my list of spots and I would go dive into them first and I would, you know, weave through these bedding areas that I already knew and, like, it was it was easy. Yeah. And now, like, I've moved here to Kentucky and I'm like, I'm starting to gain more spots, but dude, even, even knowing these betting areas, you go in there and you don't turn up anything. Exactly. I mean, and I, it's I, like.
1: It, 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 takes, it, it just takes years, years of, yeah. of homework. Yeah. And it you, does, man. I mean, you it's literally
0: totally. went from the East
1: Shore to almost what? The Midwest, pretty much. Yeah, basically.
0: I mean, I like 50, Western 50,
1: Kentucky. Yeah, you that's know, a whole different, you know, you got to change
0: your tactics yeah. up a little bit. Oh, dude, in in all aspects, even hunting here, the first year I I hunted here, like, dude, opening day, (laughs) I walk in the woods on opening day, and I had a good buck show up at my house, and I'm like, oh my god, like this, it was probably like 160 inch eight, and I was blown away, dude, in velvet, and I'm like, it's my first year hunting Kentucky, like, what do I do? I'm only allowed to kill one buck, I'm like, but this deer is freaking big, and... I remember thinking, like, I'm in Kentucky. I'm going to be killing, you know, I'm not killing anything unless it's, like, a 150 or better, you know. And, and I really didn't want to end my season, like, that quick. But I was like, you know what? I got to throw a sit at him. I mean, he's he's literally, like, cruising through this area. Like, I had him on camera in the morning during daylight, and I was like, well, he's, he's probably going to come out of this bedding area. Dude, I go to set up my – and I'm saddle hunting. And where I wanted to set up, I go and, like, you know, you look on, like – on X, and you're like, alright, I'll set up right here. Dude, I get down there, I can't set up in any of these trees, like, at all. Like, it is so thick. You, I mean, th- to to be, like, you know, slick about what you're doing and not make a shitload of noise, it was just impossible. And I literally walked out of there, opening day. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm not gonna step over here, because, I mean, my wind's gonna be bad for that spot. So I was like, I may as well just back out. Like, but, it's it's just, a you know, not to get off topic, but uh, it got was... To, got to do your homework. It, it's just, uh, yeah, you do, man. Like, especially here, these woods are way different. Um, not near as open. They're so much thicker. You know, And I think the biggest thing is all the clear cuts that go on in Kentucky, around here at least. And I know there's other areas in the Midwest that are like that. Mm-hmm. But when they clear cut, man, and you're left with all these saplings, like you've got some super, super thick areas that... You can't even, like, shoot a, a bow at, like, 10, 15 yards, like, past it. So it's like, okay, I'm literally going to set up on this one trail and kill this deer at, like, you know, 10 steps or something. Like, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. But it is cool. I mean, I've, I've done okay. I've, I mean, I've had, I've I had feel a feel like
1: run. Once you find your uh, groove out there, you'll, you'll get into them. I know you will. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't tell you how many times you. I've been on the side of the road with the binos, you know, just watching deer coming towards, you know, mid to the end of December, just to see where they're at and what
0: they're doing. Yeah. A lot of homework. That's dynamite, man. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's where I really struggle, because I'll be dead honest with you, man. Like, I know of some big deer, but I can't go glass them up every evening or anything like that. Like, they're not consistent. I don't know what the hell they do. If they go roll around this farm and they're here one day and they ain't there for the, a whole another week or so, it's just like, <clears throat> I don't know. Again, I it guess It is that's, what it is, but it, but it's frustrating. I it's will say that because... The one thing about,
1: you know, being in a smaller state is, you know, there's, you have, you know, a handful of properties that, you know, you, there's no way you could go But, I mean, for the majority, man, you know, the state's so small, the way the roads park and all that, you can, you can glass a lot of the public stuff. You know, mm-hmm. without going in, you can do a lot of homework without even getting out of your vehicle.
0: It's nice. There you go. It's so really is, nice. Is that kind of like, that's a, that's a pretty solid tip. So, I mean, are you doing that generally? Like, whenever you can, you're just going to go glass, and then when you start noticing most of them drop is when you dive in?
1: Well, yeah, that will, when I, I don't do it as often now, but back when I first started, yeah, it was on, you know, side of the road deer there. Whenever I'd see, you know, a herd of deer out there, because I, I keep the binoculars in the car, right. I'm out there I'm out there looking for the half racks. You know, I'm out there looking to see if I can see any shed bucks, because I know that once they start dropping in the area, it's time to go. But one thing I have noticed in my area is that you know, some of these deer drop so early that, you know, I don't even, I don't really have to buy no too much. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I kind of know. You know what I mean? And yeah. like I said, the state's so small and they're almost you know, patternable at this time of year. You, know, you find the herd, you're going to find sheds. Yeah. So we're just kind of like, all right, let me, you know, I'll go hit my, my
0: good spots, the early spots, and you know, hopefully... Let me ask you this, man. This is this is kind of a, a different question. Um, do you feel like, you're talking about, like, with herds of deer, do you feel like you've noticed some of these really big, like, bruiser bucks are just, like, old men and they don't want to be around the herd like they, are they, they are you
1: separate themselves
0: from the herd yeah okay. so i mean are you picking out like if you're looking at a deer in a field? like how many times have you glassed up like a good buck and like you're like all right well i've seen him come out of this area and like do you have any kind of like idea as far as i guess i'm kind of rambling here where when you see like a bigger deer like that is he going to be in a, a lot different area and you won't focus on where the majority of the deer come out of? That's kind of what, where oh, no, I mean, no,
1: not, not too far. I mean, they like to stay, okay. you know, I, I've noticed in my opinion, they'll stay within sight of the herd. Yeah. You know, I've noticed big bucks really don't like the bed with, the, with, you know, the does or the smaller oh, yeah. bucks, but right. it's always nice to keep in sight. I've watched big bucks, watch does and smaller bucks, just in sense of danger. A watch yeah. you know what they do. <laughs> I've actually walked through a bedding area and you know you'll kick out small does and small bucks and you'll never see the big ones.
0: They you know the, they're there. You watching. know they're
1: in there. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I mean you know they still slip in and slip out and but I have noticed that they like to kinda not not isolate themselves but just keep distance from, you know, the rest of the herd. I've noticed that, you know, with these warmer and milder milder temperatures like this time of year and last year, that the deer, they're actually not even herding up. I've noticed that they'll be spread across these properties at, you know, random when, you know, we have these these warmer temps. And they're almost, you know, sporadic, the big butt. They just, they wander pretty much. They don't even, they don't herd. They don't stick together. And it's kind of been like that these past couple of shed seasons. I've noticed the, the temperatures have been mild to the point to where the exactly. antlers are spread all across
0: these properties.
1: It just right. makes it a little Instead bit more being... difficult
0: to find. You like that late that late season, like uh, snow bedding, a lot better. I mean, I know I did when I was in Maryland because it's like, hey, you find that one cedar tree, you're going to find some sheds underneath it. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and not even not just the one. I mean, you'll find multiple buck sheds in a, in a nice little core area because they
1: all just like to hang out together, eat together, bed together. It's just a lot easier to survive the herd to survive with those quarter temps yeah. and that and that temperatures that weather. <sighs>
0: What's your, uh, see, like, for your area in, in Delaware, is it super flat? It is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you
1: get you get small hills in here and there, but, it, I mean, it's flat pretty much.
0: Right. Yeah, that's the New one thing that kind of, I feel like it, it makes it somewhat easier, but it, sometimes it makes it harder, too, because it's like you get into a swamp area, and it's like, man, they're... I've walked some swamp areas like around there like you know kind of near you probably within an hour and it was I mean we found good sheds but dude you've got to walk your ass off yeah. oh yeah it's tough man
1: it's like, you almost have to have yeah. waders in some of these spots yeah
0: right and walking with heavy boots through mud like that I mean mm-hmm. you may as well just add an extra you know almost double your your time in the woods because it's like mm-hmm. the wear and tear on your legs I mean is what I'm referring to but yes um, so what are some good uh what's some good like gear suggestions you got for some guys I mean what's your go-to like you're taking in the woods um I, I like to keep it light just because i'll I'll do kind of high mileage days
1: so definitely binoculars does so much of the work yeah I'm uh're gonna have a good <laughs> a really good. So there was a time where I found so many antlers that I really couldn't fit them all into my pack. So now I I don't even leave the house without having, you know, just something. I had to actually, you know, step out of the woods because I had, I I couldn't even close my my backpack anymore. So I like to keep a nice little lanyard in my backpack, just something just in case I have one of those really good, it's wishful thinking these days, but I
0: like to keep it in there just in case. I'll only have one day like that. But yeah, I've, I've cool. only had
1: a handful, but I mean that just yeah. that one kept just like to pre- prepare for it. I guess again, wishful know, wishful thinking. It but, sucks
0: too when you're like that far back in or something, yeah. and you're like, oh. But also, and, and also, it's
1: just like you know, a good backpack, man. Good backpack. I like yeah. to have. I like to you know stay with a couple bottles of water, keep myself hydrated. I've been out there and caught myself in a cramp up moment that that yeah. that, that almost brought me to tears if I'm being honest, but. Yeah, I just like to keep yeah. myself hydrated. Some snacks. But those, my binoculars. What's your go-to?
0: Like, you, are you packing a Snickers? No, nah, man. Oregon I like pie? to, uh, I
1: actually steal my, um, daughter's fruit snacks. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's my go-to, Solid. man. You Solid. Solid. a handful yep. of just fruit snacks, throw them in the backpack. couple, uh, of, uh couple of bars. Yeah, it, you know, yep. you know. Uh-huh. And, and that's Good about it, man. Just something, something to keep me comfortable while I'm out there. I, um. Yeah. TP. I almost have to, you know, I had to sacrifice a, a shirt or two back in my younger, yeah, younger shed a whole, hunting uh, days.
0: but a whole I, lot. i there too, man. I, I played small So I these started days, packing TP. You know?
1: <laughs> but yeah, man, like I said, I like to keep it light. I mean, the state's so small you're not going to get into a property where you're going to be into it for hours and hours and hours anyway. So, yeah, I don't really have to worry too much. Luckily, you know, we don't even have to carry sidearms because the predator situation here isn't You
0: know that big of a deal. Yeah. So I don't even. I carry a sidearm here in Kentucky for meth heads. Oh, (laughs) uh, yeah, I get that. (laughs) (laughs) I have a couple spots, man. It's sad but true, dude. I swear to God, I walked back like probably a mile and a half deep this year just scouting a piece of public, and I came across like a moonshine still, and um, I kind of like, dude, I got a little sketched out because it was like super freaking active. Like Mm. they had a grill there. Many barrels. It was coming. I mean, it was like textbook. Dude, one, one of the
1: spots that I walk has a has a, a a camp, like a homeless camp. Yeah, almost super sketchy situation. I mean, you really don't want to. I didn't even really want to find out what was going on over there. I just remember seeing it one time and just gang bang. Yeah, it was, it was just, you know, it sounded like they were having a good time. It didn't really sound like oh, anything yeah. too bad was going on
0: over there, but it's just something you really don't expect to see in the, in the no, woods. No, I've, uh, I've been there uh, in some suburban spots. I've come across some stuff like that. Yeah. What What's one of your wildest finds you've, uh, you've came across out in the woods, like non-shed related? Because I know uh, w- we do come across some wild stuff every once in a while.
1: Um... I feel like I really don't have a good wild fine story.
0: Okay.
1: I haven't really found I mean, you know, I, this season actually was the only time I actually was walking through the woods and found it's kinda of borders a road and I found an um an Adidas case. Like I just like a small little carrying case. And I don't even yeah. know what made me open it. It's brand new looking, just sitting on the side of the road and I opened that and that bad boy was still we. weed i zipped zip that thing yep. right back up and I, just, I pushed off the side of the road was right underneath the guardrail, rail and just kept walking
0: what is it with shed hunting and finding weed did uh, you, sog- did you catch our last episode and uh, hear about that story
1: no i didn't i so i, I was right. I actually listened to your last episodes but i didn't hear
0: yeah. anything like that yeah dude I, I want to apologize to our listeners um i made an error uh on the audio on that one so i'm really sorry we're really kind of trying to step up our game I got some uh, better recording equipment recently so I'm working out the bugs but uh, nonetheless uh, I'll, I'll retell this story It was I was shed hunting in Baltimore right like in the city I used to work at this like nursing home and like I'm up on the third or fourth floor and I looked out the window one day dude and there's like two really good deer like probably 140 glass bucks and I'm like I'm fired up and I talked to the building engineer, and he's like, "He's like, oh, what? He's like, well, you know that that's a, that's like you know state owned property, man. Like you, you can walk over there." And I was like, "Oh, cool." So I go over there, found some sheds. I'm like, "Cool, man!" Like I found a really good shed, and I was like stoked. And I'm like drooling at these deer, like because they just won't leave this little patch of woods. And um, it backs up to like a college. Well, I'm like, whatever. So that was one of my normal shed hunting spots. Like I was cool with the guy no issues, nobody said anything and shed hunting in a city, like nobody knows what the hell you're doing anyway. So, so I go back there, man. And I found this stump that it was like an old corn feeder. I don't know if you've ever seen one of these or not, but it's basically like a fake stump that's made out of like thick styrofoam. Yeah. And it's got like a couple holes. So it's like a, you know, gravity fed feeder. Well, like we like kicked it and I was like, damn, like there's something in that thing. Like, because I thought about just taking it home because I was like, it's kind of a cool little deer feeder. Like, I'd put it in the backyard or something, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we bust that thing open, dude, and it's got a giant jar. I mean, like, I'm talking like a giant, giant pickle jar that's like a couple gallons, totally full of like some moldy ass weed. (laughs) And we were like, oh my, yeah. (laughs) And we were like, it was just wild. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I I had no idea how old it was, Mm -hmm. but it was like, Obviously, it had some thing, age to it. You know, someone expects
1: that someone to be shed hunting back there. Someone probably hid that thing back there, not expecting that. That's what we to find
0: it. Well, I mean, I feel like I was like, I don't know if dude got got busted or you know if he was hiding it from his parents. I don't. You obviously you can't forget about something with like that oh, no. much in there. But no, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but yeah, good story. I left the jar there. Uh, oh, yeah. For, for yeah, those that's of us true. listening, yeah, I, uh, I was like. <laughs> I'm getting the hell out
1: of here. That's you know? <laughs> exactly what I did, man. Once I, I unzipped that thing and saw
0: what was in there, it zipped it yeah. right back up. Yeah. All right, keep I, keep uh, write that touch, down, guys. I'm not uh, touch uh, if that you're I'm in the anymore. city if you're in the city, just, just stick to finding antlers. Yeah. Or uh, or just, just don't. Just be careful where you walk. Yeah. But man, um I, I would say I wanted to ask uh what's like one of your best uh, best sheds you found like score wise? I know you found some good ones.
1: Um, I'd have to say it's going to be my big, it's a, it's a big four point actually. Yeah. And I think it's just over 73 inches.
0: Damn. That's a giant.
1: Yeah, it really was, man. And this is one of the only big sheds that I actually found sitting in the middle of an open field. Yeah. Like there was no, you could have seen this thing from a quarter mile away. The thing is just fresh, fresh yeah it was it was nice man i just almost walked past it Like yeah. I, I almost walked past it i was kind of like on the on the downhill side of a field and i just happened to kind of you know look over my shoulder which is kind of like a hill going up and i could see the g2 and the main beam kind of just poking out of a of another little hill kind of drop down and yeah. i don't even know just, i pulled out the binos and looked and my jaw dropped uh uh-uh. I knew what Dewey was. The dream was. shed. I, I oh, knew really? exactly what it yes. was. I, yeah, I had a little bit of history with them. And I about ran to that thing. Yeah. And I believe, I'm pretty sure the G2 was, it's nothing huge, but I'm, I think it went up 13 inches.
0: Yeah, that's pretty huge, man. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Let me see it. As all the antlers come crashing down. Oh, man. Damn, okay. dude. He's awesome. And I know it's kind of hard to see in the video, but, I mean, it's one it's, of the he's got, heavier... He's got a wicked cool brow,
1: too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, that's pretty sweet, following the deer, you know, in his younger years, his um, G3 yeah. actually was as tall as the just uh, as G2. Big. And I don't that's know sweet. what happened, but he ended up getting injured or yeah, <clears throat> something happened to him. It was just nice, man, because I had actually... uh. I've had sheds off of the deer from a couple years before I got that. And, you know, he wasn't anything special. It was, it was just, you know, some like nice sheds. I didn't know what happened to the deer. kind of disappeared. And then um, about a week before I found the shed, I actually saw the deer. Like, on okay. it. Like, he was still sporting both antlers. And he it was probably one of the bigger 4x4 bucks I've ever seen in my life. Man, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, I just I it was love big eight point. Me too, it's my favorite, man. Four by yeah. four, man. It's just yeah. something you know, it was so.
0: I almost like got sick of freaking eight pointers, like hunting Maryland, because we have such a strong eight point gene. Like, you hardly ever see tens. And now, like, in Kentucky, it's like, I don't know, I've grown like I kind of like I really don't want to shoot like a, a decent eight. I'm like, I'm totally, I'd totally rather somebody else like shoot that and be happy with it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of privy to like. I want to shoot more ten pointers because I feel like most of my wall, well, maybe not now, but it consists of a lot of eight point bucks, but mm. in the 130 range, you know, that was those were good deer for Maryland. You I mean, can't go I was, wrong with a solid, you know,
1: 134
0: no. by four. That's a, that's a good deer. Yeah, it really yeah. Is. And my my goal was always just to shoot mature deer, man. Like mm. at the end of the day, like you know, and that's that's what it was all about. It wasn't about inches. I'm like. Let something mature come in. I'm putting an arrow in it. Especially having three tags. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. How many times, Um, I, how many sheds you got, like, uh, consecutive? I know you've, you've shown me a few pictures in the past of a, uh, a few, like, consecutive sets. Yeah,
1: I have, um, you know, the, oh man, there's multiple deer that I'll have, you know, just a couple of years to, two or three years. There's yeah. two deer that I actually have, you know, over, six to seven years of history with okay and that's pretty sweet yeah it's it's cool man i actually have the um the deadhead as well like i found him dead too oh yeah and i mean the one is actually the eight pointer that i just showed you the shed too yeah so i mean only those two though i definitely have more than i can count like just a couple years of the same year like I, it's yeah. it, it's weird, yeah. It's really weird. Like I'll be, I mean, you know, it's like going into the, you know the same place every year and finding right. the same deer. They always go in to your like perspective the same area.
0: for like seeing all these sheds and stuff. Like, what would you say a deer's optimal age is? Like, you know, after finding a lot of bucks, I mean, what here in Delaware, like his his prime yeah, year for where you're at. Mm-hmm.
1: I want to say around if they if they can make it to a five to seven. Yeah, I've seen some explode at five, but right. I, I usually takes around you know six to seven years for them to start putting on that good mass. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's quick, just interesting. It's man.
1: Just hard for them to make it um, to that age here. you know? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of well, I mean, a lot
0: of hunters. It's just amazing. Yeah, you di- there is there is a lot. and I I've, I kind of like didn't mention that, but the the hunter density even though you're in a smaller state it's like way higher isn't it's it? very high yeah yeah you are a sleeper state but you guys have the pressure too they, so you know. i mean yeah, i mean we rack up the numbers man they kill yeah. a lot of deer here every year oh i know it i know it um i wanted to ask so like a couple times like you've you've done some like out of state shed hunting trips right
1: yeah i've actually um i've taken two trips to illinois i've done cool. maryland a few times i don't know if you're familiar with uh, turkey Point.
0: i've heard of it oh, but man. i don't know where it's at man.
1: is that, that a good spot so back it back then you know back when shed right. really wasn't too as popular as it is now anyway it was a yeah. really good spot we all can bleak that out
0: if you want public and it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> all nice and public it's just a really relaxed spot to go to it was very um, it's a really good sightseeing spot too. It's right off the, uh, I believe, the, the Sassafras. It's right off uh, a nice little body of water, and that yeah. part of Maryland very. Uh, there's a lot of cliffs. There's a lot of really good lookout points. I just yeah. really like you know going out Bluffs. there. But yeah. you know the the trips to Illinois, that was um, that was an experience. That first one I took out there, was probably, it was like a dream. If I can.
0: Yeah break that a, down for us man like alright so,
1: so I all mean, back when I first met you <clears throat> I actually yeah. was talking I met a, this, this, well, I met a handful of, of people but a couple guys that I really you know stuck with me I was sending on pictures um you
0: Mike from Virginia um and my buddy Kate Mike T. Campbell yeah. we're gonna have we're yeah. gonna have Mike Campbell on here uh, I'm gonna try and get him on in a couple weeks yeah so, Do like a, a shed hunting slash turkey. He's you know that dude's ate up with killing turkey. He's a good guy, man. That guy. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Hammer some trophies, man. Uh huh.
1: This yeah. year he had a hell of a year. This year he too. had a great year. Right? Uh uh-huh. <laughs> So there's a handful of guys I would keep in contact with, you know, shooting pictures and all that. So you know how like, easier it is to send people out of state your pictures. Oh yeah. And they're absolutely. not they're not gonna you know come to your spot. No, no. So um, <laughs> this guy Casey from Illinois. We uh, met on social media, kept in contact for years, man. Um, I think we met 2015, 2016. Me and him started shooting pictures back and forth. Um, Fast forward to, I believe it was 2019. He um, he invited me and another one of my buddies out there. And it's going to be towards the end of January that year, which is a little early for the Midwest. I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. So the hopes weren't too high on finding anything. It was actually just nice to go out there and meet somebody that I had been talking to for so long. Yeah,
0: and yeah. that's a hell of a road trip, too. It was, uh... Was that like
1: 12 hours? 12, 12 and nine? a half hours. Yeah. yeah, we almost did it straight, too, man. I had to stop in Indiana and sleep for an did hour you? or two. And I you. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it's a nice little hike out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know... <laughs> I know you're from where I'm from, but I was not ready for the temperature change.
0: Okay, it, it gets cold in
1: Delaware, but there is nothing it's, like that Midwest yeah. winter. I step yeah. out the truck and immediately I want to get back in the truck. <laughs> like it, it I was, it was in, I think it was negative January. twenty when we got out there with the, with oh, the wind chill. Yeah. So it was
0: just. It's you know, so flat, man. Like that wind out there is brutal. It really, it, it, it is, man. It was uh, something yeah. to experience.
1: Um, the first day we were out there well, we got there the the one night, we stayed at my buddy's house. We woke up the next morning and we went and hit one of his uh one of his nice little spots. And just, you know, adjusting to the elevation change, the coldness, it took me a little bit to get my bearings just to be able to walk without kinda of feeling pain. I, I couldn't get my breathing right. It was uh it was different. I'll never forget that. <laughs> but uh Yeah. We uh we walk you know four or five hours in this one spot we don't find sheds we have snow like almost up to our like you know calves that had just snowed a couple of days before we got out there it pretty much turned into you know we're just going to take this in we're just going to you know be excited that we're out here seeing different terrain we weren't expecting too much to happen when we left that first spot and hopped in the truck we actually drove by a community college and when we happened to, you know, we are driving by, we just happened to look in, and we could see probably about a herd of 40 to 50 deer bedded along this really old wooden fence a couple hundred yeah. yards off the road we're on. And, you know, we're all still sitting there geared up, binos in hands. Right. Glassing these deer up. Pull, pull in there. Yeah, yeah pull It's community college. Yeah. You know, if they tell us to get out, we'll scram. Right. We, we pull in the parking lot you know we're hitting the deer with the binoculars I'm watching a, a really nice 4x4 four four. he's just kind of bedded down There's a couple little bucks around him and I don't know you know who brought it up but I think someone in the car is four of us in the car uh, mm-hmm. me and my buddy Casey and his buddy I don't know who brought it up someone's like dude can we like get out and walk over there like this is a community college is it that big of a deal like if security comes someone comes we'll just get out of here and we all kind of just kind of looked at each other got quiet and doors started opening (laughs) 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 we all all get out of the car um we're walking through the parking lot as soon as we get into the grassy, it's an open grass field as soon as we get into the grass field casey there's one that's all i hear I walked right by this thing, Justin. I almost stepped over really? it. It's buried in the snow. It's a seventy-four-inch five-point <laughs> buried in the snow. Ooh. I, I I turn yeah. around and he's pointing down at it, like, and we're all like shocked, like, okay, pick it up, <laughs> like, so you know we yeah. He picks it up, pulls it out the snow. It's it's a really clean five, man. It's nice. Yeah, we are all losing
0: our minds at this point. Yeah, because like I mean. It's a stud for one. I mean, we're 20, seventy-five inch antlers. We're twenty like, feet from the car. Pretty soon. Yeah. No we're, shit. We're, really.
1: We're binoing the deer, and Justin, if one of us looked right. down, <laughs> we would have seen a shed it. of the snow. So I mean, it was like we're literally like, okay, this this could get a little interesting. Right. We um, we walk further into the grass field towards where the deer are bedded down. We get to that fence line, and the buddy I'm with finds a deadhead. Really nice nine-point. We're not too sure on the laws. We're from Delaware. We can pick them up and take them. Right. We were pretty sure we weren't allowed, so, you know, we got some solid pictures of it. We left that bad boy. Yeah. We keep walking. Uh, We get about 50 yards from the deadhead, so now we're probably about 100 yards into this grass field. And I, you know, I find my first Illinois shed. I see this thing sitting in the middle of the field, man, just poking through the snow another uh he was like kind of busted on some time when he probably went high 60s and probably yeah. one of the bigger antlers that i've ever found um right you know, mass you're just... like
0: successful trip already we like, are all looking it.
1: at each <laughs> other in disbelief the yeah. uh casey's buddy that was there is literally he's he's like you know reminding us you know this never happens like we don't know what's yeah. going like This is just, this is what, you know, we're all just picking it in. Um, We kind of wrap that grass field, you know, just do the outskirts. It's starting to light snow at this point. We go back to the car. We're kind of, we're looking at these two antlers that we just found. Uh, My buddy's driving through the community college. He's getting to the backside of the community college, and all of a sudden, he all but jumps out the car. You know, he didn't even put the car in park. He, he <clears throat> I'm sorry. He he looks at us. He has his binoculars. He throws his binoculars up. Foot on the on the brake. He says, "I got a drop time," and he <laughs> runs out the car. He leaves the car driving. My buddy has to put the car in park. He takes <laughs> off. He takes off running. We all get out of the car, doors open again, Chinese fire drill, man, we're all running across right. what's, what's now is the courtyard of this community college. As class is letting out, You have students coming down these really nice brick stairs and we're, we walk up on this, uh, it was a double main beam drop tying shed. I, you know, we all had our, you know, opinions, I thought it was the match to the five that he found when we first got out of the car. Yeah. He picks this thing up, like I said. He's and I've known Casey. You know, it's been three going on four years. I knew that it's been his dream to find a double main beam shed He's always wanted to right. find one. He's never found one. This happens the first day we get out there. Yeah, he picks up his That's dream insane, shed That's insane, man. Dude, we get back yeah. to the car, and I'm
0: pretty sure you you sent me a picture of it. I've seen it, and it was a mega. This is
1: a very I like. I said, I think it, I think it's a set. We'll never know until you know someone puts eyes on the gear or something. Just one was was a little non typical, the other was a a solid, you know, clean straight five. Right. So, you know, we get back in the car, we head back to my buddy's house. Again, we're just adrenaline. It's just pumping, man. We're having a really good time. Already making plans to go back the next day. Right. You know, it's like that's where we're going. (laughs) We are going back to that spot. We're trying to match up mine. That's what we're gonna do. <clears throat> so we go we wake up early the next morning wait for the sun to come up you know head out there we pull in to the community couch <clears throat> we get just past I believe the first building is like actually the security building like the security shack yeah as soon as we pull past the security shack my buddy who's in the back seat of the truck back passenger starts screaming he just starts losing his mind what we can make out, of, all we can make out, of is he's stop the truck is what we hear. Right. I open the door, so he can open his door, and as I'm opening the door, me, Casey, both lock eyes onto this antler that's sitting on the sidewalk of this college man. Oh my <clears throat> God. Just snowed the night before, so I mean it's poking through the snow. <clears throat> and it's right. Just so a, like the, the buck
0: dropped it like that night, right on the sidewalk,
1: on no the sidewalk. No we he oh just pulled You know, it had snowed. It's kind of icy. We're kind of making fun of my friend because he jumps out the truck and he can't, he can't get his footing. he yeah. kind of slipping and sliding a little bit. My man Bro, ends up on all fours. full adrenaline. He's on all fours clawing <laughs> through the snow to get to this thing. Yeah. He gets back in the truck. It, it's, it's drop time, like a small little drop time. It's got a double point after the brow. It's huge brow on it. Nice mat. it's like just mass, man. a Really good mass. mass yeah, that
0: Midwestern mass that they got.
1: Dude, he gets in the truck. We pull about 30, 40 yards up, and I look over. And the 4x4 four four that I was watching on the fence the day before, I look over, and there's his shed right underneath of a pine tree. Like yeah. right off the side of the rock. Stop, we got to stop the truck again. <laughs> like I, I get God out. Lord. I get out and grab it. So now we got two really nice sheds in the truck, and we haven't even started yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, college, the campus security ended up uh, catching up to us. Like they see what we're doing. Yeah, uh, cool guys, they just let us know. Uh, we weren't supposed to be doing oh, yeah, what we were there. doing, you know. What I mean, they didn't really have a problem with it, but I guess there was actually guys in there who were allowed to be in there and they were like, yeah. you know, we just don't want sure. anyone to step on anybody's toes. Yeah. So we kinda we got out of there. Uh, we go back to the house. We're looking at these antlers, and <clears throat> we're all pretty much like, you know, we want to go try to match some of these up. Like, what are we? Yeah. What are we going to do to try to match some of these <laughs> antlers up, man? Like, yeah, we need to figure something out. And you know, we're all like, "Well, look, let's just go back right now. It's Ten o'clock at night. Let's go back now."
0: Right.
1: it's like it's, there's snow on the ground. We'll go, we'll walk around the sidewalks like we're students. You know, what's the big deal? They're going right. to take us out again? I was like, seriously, there's, there's like another half of the campus that we didn't couldn't drive around. We're not doing anything.
0: This is fuck. Hang on, I'm just going to pause this. No. So, this is hilarious. So, like, you guys, you drove all the way to Illinois. Now, like, don't get me wrong, because, like, I know you're finding them. But, like, did you go anywhere, like... You guys spent, like, most of your time there, or what? Well,
1: like I said, the first day we were out there, we spent a solid three to four hours in a spot looking. Like, we were walking, okay, okay. We, we did the whole, I mean, we put the work in. I'm sorry, my, in that my ADD must have yep, kicked in. Yeah, I mean, the the only reason we put time here is because, we, you know, while we're driving, you know, back to my buddy's house, we just happened to see the deer in the field. It was the only thing that no, really put I get us it, in. I get it, it, was just. Yeah. Strictly intentions to watch them. With oh, yeah. A lot of those guys in Midwest, they see deer in the field, see a thousand deer in the field. Those guys will line up bumper to bumper and they all have their binoculars out yeah. watching these deer. Mm-hmm. So it just, it kind of, you know, spiraled into that.
0: And That's then, crazy, you know, yeah.
1: once my buddy found that shed on the sidewalk, like this, this shed is, I'll have to shoot you some pictures after this, but it, it was nice. It yeah. was really nice. It's yeah. the best antler by far. You know, yours just on cloud nine, like always exactly. no kick ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously! And the, you know, the whole yeah. time, my buddy Casey's—you know, his buddy that was there—he's like, he's just as shocked as we are. He's lived there his whole life. He's like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, this doesn't happen. Like, we are finding trophy antlers <laughs> like yeah. off the side of the right. road. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Casey almost feels obligated at this point to try to help match this deer up. You know, I mean, who wants to do whatever? So we end up going back out there that night, and and Justin, Casey ends up finding the match in the snow at nighttime. Heck yeah! Walking through this uh, university, this community college. You know, we literally we we paired up, badass. Uh, (laughs) My buddy and Casey's buddy were walking. Me and Casey were walking, and what it really was, honestly, is we were catching up. It was the first time me and him were one on one. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're just talking. We're talking, man. We're just, you know. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of conversation, he literally puts his arm on my chest. He goes, "Hey, bro, is that an antler?" And he's pointing right down at our feet. And there's the match yeah. to the one that my buddy found that morning.
0: Naked. Triple That's brow awesome.
1: time <clears throat> It's got a drop on it. It's got, you know, both both sheds had drop times on it. Yeah. we found it in That's the snow legit. man it was it was just it was crazy it was it was yeah. a trip to remember we get back to the house late at night we we can't even believe like
0: oh yeah You're like right we're literally nine, doing man.
1: things we've never done before like who goes out at the time that we go out to do this it was, i don't even know we weren't shocked, even making man. clear decisions at this point man it was like you gotta match it
0: up it's do or die like, just having a good time man it was
1: yeah it was awesome we uh we ended up leaving a couple of days after that uh, we actually hit another spot other than the community college you know afterwards and my buddy Casey found a solid 4 point we were out there for 3 days I think we found you know 9 or 10 sheds total I that's think sick, uh, 4 or 5 of them were over 60 yeah. like it, it was something yeah, I'll never sick. forget man just the yeah. the story that tags along with you know the history just the history of me and Casey you know
0: my buddy and Casey yeah. knew each other as well they had been talking for years it was just it couldn't That's have awesome, went man. it couldn't have went better sure. at all you know I was talking to a buddy earlier about that where like you know we're like kind of like we have this love hate relationship with social media but it's like it's so cool for like for like you and I and like some other buddies that I've you know met like quality good people that I've met through hunting and social media and they're like if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have met some of the best people I know. Wow. And, it's just wild, man. Like, I've got a bunch of friends that live in different states now, and it's like, you know, if you'd ask me five years ago, like, you know, who my close friends would be, I'd probably tell you, like, my close friends in Maryland, and now it's like, I've got, like, a handful of friends from Maryland, and, like, I've got, I feel like I've more friends, like, that throughout morning. the whole, yeah, it's wild, man. It really is, but, Dude, we're getting uh, getting close to, like, closing this one out. I wanted to ask one of my main questions I wanted to ask. What are, like, two, you know, a couple of, like, good tips you could give some of our listeners for, you know, like, one, what time they should be looking out. Like, their prime time for maybe some of our, like, guys that just don't have that much time to look and where should they be focusing, you know, a majority of their time. Um, the focal
1: point I guess would be have to be food at you know the end of the year Um, you kind of have to get a little familiar with the herds of deer around your area because I mean it's different all across the country but just for my area you know I know end of the rut usually end of November most of these bucks go into you know survival mode just to get through you're watching where the food's at And one of the big things I like to do, like I said, is just class. Just find out where the deer are at, the time of the year that you want to go. When you start seeing, you know, the deer losing antlers, you know, some of these people might have cameras out and they're able to watch these deer. And you see them start to lose antlers or you're, you know, watching them with the binoculars. Um, Just pretty much doing homework. It's a lot of homework. Other yeah. than that, I mean, it's it's miles, man, putting boots to the ground.
0: Absolutely. You I think see. every shed hunter that's good will tell you that. I mean anybody that actually knows what they're talking about it's like just freaking walk yep. and shut up. You're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna find
1: out more, you know, than you will when you get in those woods and really start putting right. on those miles.
0: Yeah. And I mean, as far as time goes, what would you say is your like your favorite like two-week span, if you could pick just like a two-week to three-week span? That would have to be,
1: for me, the last week of January going into the first two weeks of February, only because okay. I know we have um, one of our last shotgun seasons are at the end of January, and... I feel like the pressure from that gets a lot of these early dropping bucks to, to drop. Lazy okay. Um,
0: so pressure plays, you think pressure plays a big part? In it's it? Just
1: Not a big part, but yeah. just, you know, a big enough part to be able to go out there and, and find something. I tell guys all the time, drops. you know, if you have the spots and the time, you go whenever you want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean? You don't have to wait for a certain time. I mean, if you want to find the quantity...
0: And you know, yeah. Then you you, you know you that was off
1: and, and Yeah, that was get, something
0: I wanted to ask. How many how many times will you walk the same property? Like, what's your what's your average gap um, when you've got like some of your good producing spots? What's your time frame you'll wait before you'll walk it again? I like to wait at least a week. Okay. I've um.
1: There's some spots that I know that you know. The, the, the amount of deer in there and, you know, how much they're at certain food sources, I'll go in there sometimes more frequent than that. But I, I generally like to at least wait a week, just so I know I'm giving myself more of a solid chance of finding, you know, yeah. an antler. I know it gets kind of repetitive. You don't really want to keep walking the same yeah. spots over and over. and You're doing nothing but, you know, leaving your scent for the deer. You're just educating the right. deer. so yeah. If you know, if you can, wait as long as possible. You know, but right. with that being said, I I also say if you have the time, do it. Sometimes I don't yeah. have as much time as I used to. You know, back in my early you know shed hunting career. So if I have the time, and you know, maybe I know some bucks are still holding. I might just pop in and hit a couple uh, convenient spots. Not really yeah. know, pick it apart because I know that these, there are some early droppers. It, it, it varies every year. You know, I've had, you know, individual bucks drop early one year and then hold super late the next. I just, I really can't pinpoint
0: the variable there, but. That's cool. I'm glad you said that because I was kind of curious, uh, if you ever noticed that with like certain deer dropping in the same time frame, Mm -hmm. uh, I've always wondered about that and I've never actually been able to, you know, prove my point. I've actually found
1: bucks that do drop in the same time frame. Like, they're almost... Okay. It's almost scary how we had this one deer mapped out, me and a buddy of mine, man. He dropped his antlers February 7th for four years in a row, man. We found that antler with blood on the tentacle. Like, we we knew it was going to be there, man. (laughs) But the one thing about that buck is we never found a left side. Yeah. So... I realized that I actually had a left side of my collection further down the road. We didn't even know it was the same deer. And, you know, once I started digging through pictures and looking at dates, I realized that he held that left side the year that I found it until April. So okay. I if he's consistent at all, man, <clears throat> he's dropping that first side early. And he actually was holding, you know, the other side for, for weeks, man. <laughs> and it's just... Yeah, but we could pattern. it was it was scary how we could pattern like we knew when he was going to drop that right antler yeah. and then there That's, are wow. there are other bucks that cool. just you know I'll, I'll find them early one season and the next you know I find them almost probably one of the last walks I go on end of March beginning of April I find the same deer that was one of the first deer I found the previous years yeah so yeah I'm still trying to figure out those variables as well but
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I think it's it's one of them mysterious kind of things. I think that's what makes it kinda of cool too. It it's really like, is. There's really no like solid answer for anything, man. Just go walk and and keep walking. I mean Yep. You nice know, to be in the woods. It is. Yep. It is, man. Super super peaceful. I really look forward to this time of year and I uh I guess with that, man, I, I'm gonna cut this one. I, I can't thank you enough for joining us tonight, dude. Uh it's been a blast talking with you. Love to have you back on. Um, you yeah, know, thanks for Get, get me, into deer season. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, it's, it's been great catching up. Good catching up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, how can uh, some of our listeners like keep up with you, man? Are you uh, like just through Facebook or? Yeah,
1: I'm on Facebook. I'll tag you.
0: I'm also uh, on Instagram. I
1: think my um, okay. handle is Stoned Antlers. Okay. Or you can gotcha. look up my name. Yeah, but yeah. I can just uh, keep up. I don't really post too much, just because. I'm trying to get more into the habit of, you know, taking my phone out and getting some good, getting some good
0: pictures, getting some good videos. Yeah.
1: But Dude, here I'm recently, such a nerd to be honest,
0: man, I got I mean, <laughs> to, I mean, I've been, here recently, I've been nerding out on getting up, good like, as it yeah. lays pics.
1: Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's nice. I, I go back from, you know, previous years and I have a lot of good, you know, pictures and videos, but it's just, I think these days i am just more in the experience. I'm just like, you know, happy to be out Absolutely. there. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's what I've been, like, here this week, I took my kid out, you know, or my youngest. She's uh, she'll, she's almost four, so she's been a ton of fun, man. And I, like, enjoy so much more, like, watching her go pick up a shed than I do. You know, I, I used to, like, love picking up a shed and, like, getting my hands on it. But, like, now it's, like, I don't just, know. There's nothing the better. Yeah. yeah, man, absolutely. Like, she thinks we're just shedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... Well, hey, Rob. Thanks again, brother. Um, Like I said, it was a blast having you on, and I can't thank you enough. And For all you guys out there, I hope you got a lot out of that one. Uh, I had a blast on this one, so we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks again for tuning in this week, guys. We really appreciate you all. I want to give you all a huge thanks for all the support. Uh, We've had a lot of you guys reach out, get T-shirts and hats, We're totally out of the uh, coyote brown hats for now, Um, but we still got a few of the camo ones left and plenty of shirts, so if you guys uh, want some merchandise, reach out to us, Uh, we'd be happy to hook you up with some. Want to give a huge thanks to our sponsor, Lone Wolf Custom Gear. They've, uh, They've been releasing some new stuff out. We've got some wallets. I know the broadheads are coming out shortly. A um, lot of good stuff, guys. Uh, get on the mailing list, and they'll, that'll be the best way for you to stay up to date with what they have and what's available at the time. We're going to close this week's podcast out with a quote from von Clausewitz. Von says, "Although our intellect always longs for clarity and certainty, our nature often finds uncertainty fascinating." I kind of, I really like that one. Uh, it's, it's definitely. A different uh different one you got to think about a little bit but it is amazing how we do uh find uncertainty pretty awesome and it i think it applies a lot to deer hunting but stay tuned with us guys we're gonna have uh, some more guests on here soon we're gonna start transferring into uh, the running gun style for turkeys um i know uh we got some great guests lined up for that so thanks again for listening and uh, we'll catch you next week